I grew out of that laugh, Nancy. I'm an adult now. So if you were having a conversation with some people that I didn't care about, I would know where you were. Right. So I didn't have to talk to them. And that's what, that's what your brother and sister say. Oh, really? So, you know, when, when you're in a crowd, I can, we can always find you there because we hear your laugh. Well, yeah, because I don't, I don't know if people know this, but, like, you have, like, you have, like, a real laugh and then a fake laugh. Oh, <laughs> the real laugh is very high, high-pitched and, and, and ladylike in many ways. <laughs> I like that. Well, at least yeah. I know you're doing the real laugh. <laughs> yeah, because I do the same thing. People say that to me too—that yeah, I have a yeah. fake laugh and a real laugh. But the, and the fake laugh is much deeper and, and manly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to conversations for our grandkids, or I guess conversations for our great grandkids. Oh, yeah. Whoa, Look at that. It's good to be of that generation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get with the times, old man. <laughs> You're on your way out, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm in Ireland right now with my dad. My name's Seamus, by the way. Let me actually do a good job of introducing the show. And I'm here with my dad, and uh, we're sitting in a hotel room in Killarney, Ireland, and we're drinking some uh, Irish ciders. Uh, no, you don't want me to say that? No, I don't want you to say that. You don't want people to know? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. That's a whole okay. other matter. Oh, uh, we're just drinking some water, hanging out. <laughs> Two bros. <laughs> <laughs> Volvic. <laughs> what does that mean, Volvic? Like the vagina? Water. We got the water. That's the water you just bought two minutes ago. What's that on the t- on the bed? It says Volvic. It's Volvic. Oh man, that sounds like. It sounds like Volvo. Sounds like Volvo. Yeah. yeah. It does sound like Volvo. Yeah. Or Volvo. Could have been a car. Could have been a car. Could have been a car. Well, Dad, uh, I don't really know how to do this because I've never really interviewed you for the show before. But like, how's it going? What a great question to start off with. It's going well. Uh, I'm very happy to spend this time with you. Oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah. No, it meant a lot to me that for you to come on this trip. Yeah. It really did. You know, since you were little and we haven't spent any time together since you were a little kid. Mm-hmm. I used to go away for you every summer. It would take a week and go to the shore, but uh, nothing like this, though. Nothing like this, an adventure. I always wanted to take you away and do something like this, but just things got in the way. Yeah. Well, how have you learned anything about me on this trip? I mean, I know we've only been here for like two days, but it's been a solid forty hours with me. Very solid. 40 hours. <laughs> I don't know. I guess uh, you told me I snore, so I learned something about me. Oh yeah, you. My my father woke me up the other night. He was snoring so loudly, and I I tried to push him to wake him up, and nothing. It was like it was like something out of a TV show. I was like shaking him, like Dad, Jesus, like stop. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, it probably was awful. Yeah, it was bad. But then I woke up after you stopped shaking me. Yeah, that, and then I went to sleep. <laughs> yes, and then I kept staying yeah. up. I we'll see how tonight goes. I couldn't go back to sleep. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been interesting. Well, I just took a suit of it, so I should go right to bed. Okay, sweet, yeah. sweet. So you're going right to bed. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, so, Dad, let me ask you some questions. Um, if you had to describe your life... Now, I'm imagining that... My grandkids, your great-grandkids, probably aren't going to have time to listen to this whole fucking thing. <laughs> They're not going to care. So if you had to sum up your life or your experiences or your advice about life in like two sentences, <laughs> what would you give me, Dad? I know that's a really hard thing well, to ask. It's funny you say that because you actually taught me a lot about myself in the last two trips that we've taken. The trip before where my, I ran off into the ditch and uh, got a flat tire and ended up crying on the side of the road when the jack broke. <laughs> Yeah, that was a fun night. That was a real. That was a good time. And and this trip as well. You've taught me just to relax and and to enjoy myself. I mean, I was so wired for so long because of my wife's illness that I I had to control everything. And you basically told me just to let go. And you know, you can't really control everything, so just relax. And you you taught me that, that these last two trips. So it's been yeah. it's been a really good good experience for me. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad. And I guess that would be my advice. What to chill out? Just to chill, just relax. You know? Ah, that's that's really good. I think that yeah. I think that they'll like that. Uh, you know? <laughs> well, hopefully they'll listen. Like you said, I don't think they'll have fucking time for it. Well, the world is going to be so high tech that they're not going to be able to stop. Right. They're going right. to they're going to need right. to chill. Right. They're, they're, they're just going to be those masses of fat children that were in, in, in Wally. In Wally. Yeah. <laughs> the Wally kids. <laughs> They're not going to have any muscle or bone matter at all in the body. Well, hey, I don't know. I, I'm already starting that trend. Yeah. Well, that's good. So, hey, grandkids, listen to your great grandfather. He says, "Chill the fuck out." Right? There's nothing you can do about. You've what? seen enough porn for one day. Okay, you've yeah. watched like tr- ten billion robot women do all the crazy robot things that they do. Well, life is going to happen regardless. Life is going to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Because it is going to happen. Yeah, no, and, and you know, with Magalie's illness, I was always so wired and had to control everything. Well, do you mind if I just elaborate for no, people no, listening? No, um, my dad uh, remarried after my mother, and he married a woman named Magalie who uh, died about a year ago of Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fucking terrifying, man. It's a it's a tough thing, and I'm glad that I had some part in helping you relax after yeah, that after it all happened yeah yeah no you, you were actually good throughout the whole thing but um your brother and sister were absolutely freaking amazing because they were in the house all the time you were you were part-time <laughs> yeah part-time oh that's it wasn't any fault of your own you yeah know? it was just the, just the way our lives worked out yeah you know and we tried to make it as easy for you as possible but you came over some freaking insane nights you know where well i always said if you needed me to just yeah, no, you, you and you did. You were always just there. grabbed me, you know. You know, and it was nice during that time. You and I got pretty close because you and I would just go off for walks. The kids would stay home and watch her, and you and I would go off for a walk, which yeah. is really when I start thinking. Right, is when I'm, I'm walking. I go to the, and I like doing. Do you that. feel that way? Because I think that's like a man thing. They say like that men function better when they're doing something physical, and I think I think there is something to be said about that. Because like when I walk, I feel like I, I can elaborate on my thoughts a lot easier than when I'm sitting still. I absolutely believe that because when she was really ill, I was running a lot, and and I would go off and run early in the morning. I would get up at four o'clock in the morning and I'd run for hours, and and I would think through all of my problems, and I would just feel so much better about yeah. life after I did that, and I was a better person when I came back. I would I, I would laugh and play with the kids and and, and uh, with her as well you know yeah would do better things I would be a better person 
yeah. as a result of it. Yeah. So, I guess uh, I wanted to ask. I wanted to get you. I wanted to get you. I wanted to get you like three or four waters deep before I asked you this question. But <laughs> yeah, we're into those waters. We're, we're just drinking these waters. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you. Um, I'm, kinda... I'm going to open another water now. Okay, great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you uh, kind of a kind of a big question. Um, what now? You, you're someone who has sort of come into contact with the uncontrollable nature of life. Like this event, sort of just kind of fell into your lap. Like you never expected this or predicted this, and there was nothing you could have really done. No, either. there was nothing. And once we, once we knew there was a problem, there was nothing I could do. Even after we knew that. So what what do you has that changed your views on? death or life like what 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 do you think this is all about what is this could you expand on reality for me <laughs> expand on reality I, I don't know that i can do that I, well, all i can say is that well i'm just asking what you think what do you think of it what do you think this is it was, i mean the, the thing was it was a horrible tragedy the woman was 44 years old when she was diagnosed I mean, yeah she was in in the prime of her life her children were six and eight years old and and she was just getting to know them as as human beings and they were just getting to know her as a human being and yeah it was just a horrible tragedy and then i had all that stress on top of it so i was bringing all that home uh and and you know basically leaning on the children and trying to to figure out what was going on and you know i I ran away a lot there was an awful lot of that going on yeah but did it how did it expand my view of life? Is that what you're asking me? Well, I, I, I guess like my my real question for you, Dad, mm-hmm. is is like what what do you think this is? Life? Yeah, a fucking accident. A fucking. Ac- <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a valid answer. I just I wanted to know what you thought. No, I think it's absolutely a fucking accident. You think it's an accident? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the odds of anybody being born. I mean, how many sperm gets shot out at any one time? Yeah. To hook up with that one egg. I mean, Christ almighty, he could be anybody. You know? Yeah. And, and the fact that your parents met and decided to get together and then, you know, do that act together is completely crazy. You know how hard it is to score, for Christ's sake. You know? <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, Dad, telling it like it is. Yeah. <laughs> you, you and I tend to be a little intense. And, and we like to make connections before we make connections. Yeah, for sure. No, I absolutely feel and, that way. And, you know, it's the, the random hookup is not something that's in my vocabulary. I, no, me either. I have to have a connection with somebody before I can do anything like that. And, yeah. And, and I always have. And, and I think I always will. Um, so the fact that that all comes together to make you or to make me is something that is absolutely a fucking accident. Seamus <laughs> Moir, a fucking accident. And the fact of the matter is, you were actually very intentional. Uh, you know. Yes. <laughs> Some small victory for there, me. There was a lot of thought that went into you. Hell yeah, there was. You guys were like, let's make a podcasting genius. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> we're like, we don't even know what podcasting is. This kid's going to rock yeah, it. Yeah. Look at him. As I'm sitting there with my five mega, was it megabytes? Yeah, I had a five megabyte computer when I met you. That's insane. Five. I remember in high school I had a sixty megabyte 
MP3 player, so I had two albums. I had Kanye West's Late Registration, and I had a Best of Stevie Wonder, and that's what I listened to every day. You, you couldn't put any music on these damn things. They didn't have enough room. No, you couldn't. You couldn't even put like a fucking song on and that. And we had to get floppy disks that were five and a quarter inches big as well. It was yeah. just these huge disks that went, went in the machines. It was horrible. I feel like you're way too young for me to be like, tell me about the olden days, Papa. <laughs> no, but, 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 but the fact of the matter is, times are moving so much quicker now. I mean, yeah. technology is just exponentially going forward and so the stuff that I mean we're doing magical shit now just sitting here with this microphone doing this into a computer oh it's, it's magic it's right? total, total it's ma- fucking magic to me I mean, yeah as a child I never would have imagined this would happen you know the fact that I sit and can sit on my phone and and, and randomly just listen to music is, is fucking magic to me yeah I mean, you know it's, it's not something I ever could have imagined ever 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 I mean I remember when I was 16 some guy said oh someday we're going to be able to hold a a device, and we're going to have it in our pocket. We're going to be able to call anybody in the world. And I went, "Will you stop doing acid?" <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. You know, and now, yeah. now we do that. Now we have that. Now we, now we. And that guy was Steve Jobs, and he dropped the fucking yeah, ball. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a guy named Cliff. Cliff, shout out to Cliff. Yeah, Let yeah. us know if you're still alive yeah. in the comments on CandyMunchers.com. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be. I'm sure he'll be listening. Well, we have thousands of listeners, Dad. I don't know if I you heard, knew that. I've heard you told me <laughs> thousands. Yeah, thousands. But uh, do you really have thousands? I, I, I'm no, like, no, no. I had. I, do you have hundreds? No, maybe. I don't know. We have some people that listen to the tens. show. We have tens for sure. Tens, we have tens. tens. Okay. Yeah, we got we got CD Schultz for sure. He's definitely listening. CD, how you doing? <laughs> I love watching your videos. I really yeah. You're, you're an amazing guy. I really find you very funny. That roulette thing he did with you was just fabulous. Oh, if you guys want to know what my dad's talking about, check out C.D. Schultz's video. I think it's called Bad Movie Idea. And I'm in it. And I blow my brains out. Spoiler alert. But hey. Yeah. It was and, a fun time. And he had hats made. Uh, yeah, he had hats made. Yeah. He did have hats made. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was a very appropriate response. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we're in Ireland, and that's been pretty interesting. And uh, I think so far the most memorable or one of the most interesting things to me is that I, I find that I get super patriotic when I'm out of the country. Or not not super patriotic. I think it's just the opposite, isn't it? I mean, you get embarrassed. Well, I, I get I get proud because I'm like, America has a lot of cool shit going on. But then I see these other Americans in mm-hmm. other countries, and I just – I it's like I'm seeing – I like I'm seeing my grandmother tell one of my friends a joke or something, and I'm like, shut, shut the fuck up, right. like stop. You almost get embarrassed. As, oh, as a result, totally embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we we went to the, well, we went on this tour today. Of, yeah, to uh, kill Kenny Castle, and that guy was just wonderful. He was probably our the tour best, guide. He's amazing. Best tour, and the guy had a breadth of knowledge that was just unbelievable. He was talking about. You know things that happened in, in in ancient Rome, and he was talking about things that happened in America. He knew history from all over the world. Yeah. And this woman asks him what fifty pints punts. I'm sorry, fifty Irish punts was in American money, and it, it was like what that has nothing to do with anything that we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. And, and by the way, you probably have a little device in your pocket that has all the information in the world on it. Why don't you look it up, yeah. you asshole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rather than using this man's time when he's talking to a group, we had probably fifty people in that group, mm-hmm. and they were they were they, they weren't there to hear about America and how awesome we were. That. They yeah. know yeah. we're the exactly, shit. Exactly, exactly. But there were also people from all over the world in that in that group. There were, yeah, uh, you know, there's so many, yeah. so many different voices that you heard in that group, which is nice. Yeah, and, and uh, the, God, the castle was great. I really enjoyed that. We we almost didn't go in. I'm glad we. I'm glad you talked me into going in there. You, you had me go watch the video. Well, because you know we got you got you can't get enough castles. I mean, we've been to like oh, this is the third castle in three days. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. Two I'm, days. Two days. No, third castle in two days. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired of yeah, castles. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like the castle trip. And we've I'm, only seen one church, though. Well, we've seen... We've seen churches. Yeah, churches. We saw churches because we saw the one church today that was dilapidated, dilapidated. or whatever. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, the roof had been taken off. We went to the Rock of Cashel today. Yeah, the Rock of Cashel, which, hey, check it out. It's a really cool ruin. Yeah. Apparently, you can still get – it has like all these ancient – like not ancient, but hundreds of year, year old like tombstones and stuff. And then they have like ones from like 1982. And I was like, what the well, fuck I, is going I, yeah, on with this? I, I found that very curious. You can still get buried here? You can still get buried, yeah. It was, Bizarre. It was an active grave ground. Uh, Graveground? Graveground. Why graveyard. Not? Graveyard. Graveyard, graveyard yes. yes. Yeah, All this water is going to your the head. Water is just, <laughs> just, it's, it's very rich water. Very rich water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost a cider. Uh, <laughs> but no, that was, it was a really bizarre place in that regard. But I would have liked to, like you said, to go up in the staircases and whatnot in there and see it and walked around. It would have been very cool. Yeah, because they had an upstairs, but you couldn't get to it because the, all of the insides had sort of, it's kind of been gutted over the years. Well, like, they, they, apparently in this, when it became dilapidated is when they, they took the roof off of it. Mm. And, uh, and the wind probably just got to it. Well, the, when they take the roof off, the water gets in there, which yeah. makes all the, the timbers rot and then... Uh, and the roof, like you said, the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say this about Ireland. Ireland is insane, or I guess maybe the entirety of Europe, because in America, we kind of take for granted uh, how young our country is, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. And we went, into, we went into a pub on the first night that was built in the 1300s. Yeah, I know. It seems like we've been here forever, but we've only been here two days. I know. Well, we've, <laughs> we've been moving around a lot. I mean, we've been well, moving yeah, around yeah, yeah. a we, lot. We, yeah, we went from Dublin to, to Kilkenny last night, and then now we're in Killarney. Yeah. And now we've got to go to Limerick in a well, couple days. We got another. And then day. back to Dublin. Yeah, and then back to Dublin after that, and then, then flying home. But yeah, no, I'm 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 glad I'm glad that we're, we're spending this time and getting along so far. <laughs> well, yeah, wait, wait, wait. it's not like I'm with your your uncle John. I'm having fisticuffs with him by now. I mean, hey, listen yeah. to that, uncle. I don't think I have him on Facebook or whatever. No, he but... doesn't. He's not, he's not participating. He's too damn smart. No, he would like my podcast, but he would tell me one thing that was wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, he'd tell you how to be a better comedian. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great. He told me <laughs> my uncle once told me how to fix one of my jokes, and I was because he's been on stand up for years. And I and I jokingly told him I was like, "Don't tell me how to fix my jokes. I'm a genius." And uh, he didn't like that. <laughs> he thought I was serious. <laughs> he, did. He, he just doesn't understand your comedy. But I am a genius. <laughs> so welcome to Conversations for Greg. But we all know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. I guess this has been conversations for our great grandkids. I just wanted to do a quick segment with you. We might we might actually put another clip in later. Maybe I'll record some other time. Maybe well, I'll just cut this out. We have another four days, five days yeah. of this trip. So you might just get fed up enough with me to to want to record something else to make me look like an asshole. Well, I could ask you some. Well, actually, it wouldn't, wouldn't be hard to make me look like an asshole. I could ask you some real questions sure, right now. Go ahead. All right. So 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 what? So you said that you said that you think that this is all a mistake. Or, or an accident. Well, I just think that life is an accident. Yeah, yeah life is an accident. I mean, the fact that the, the world exists, that the, the, the earth exists, has to be, a, to me, I mean, it just means, it's so random. Yeah. That it's, it seems accidental, yeah. Well, I mean, and then we get into the idea of whether or not you believe in God or not. And, and, yeah, yeah, I want to go there. I kind of want to go I there. I figured that's where you're going. Yeah. Well, because you used to do, back in the day, I mean, you used to trip. Back in the day, I did. I did it to feel a little bit of acid here and there. You did a little bit of acid here and there. So, you know, what, 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 did, what did you take from those experiences? Like, I, I've heard a lot of people say that, like, when you're on acid, things become the reality, the profundity of things become clear. Oh, sneeze! Oh no! Oh, I'm gonna cut that out in post pro. Never happened. He never sneezed. I'm My so dad sorry. never sneezes. Oh yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, 
my experience with 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 that was with, I, I tend to be very solitary when I would do those things. I would I would do it by myself. I would actually go up in, into my room and, and drop. And I, there was a guy, there was a guy I I, I um, knew in college that would make his own, and he would give me these little sugar cubes. He would make his own acid. Yeah, yeah. He was he was a chemist in school. Holy shit! In, in college, he was a great guy. He was interesting. Um, I bet he was a great guy. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> and you know, for like three bucks, you get these hits of acid, and you try three bucks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. And I would drop, and I'd be sitting in my room, and I'd get bored, and my father would be downstairs, and I would go down and talk to him, and, and we have these bizarre conversations. That's so for my grand, my grandkids. That's your great great grandfather, <laughs> <laughs> who was a very interesting guy. My great, my father was a was a. Was a well, let me ask you about that because I don't I don't know much about Grandpa. I knew him for like four years when I was like four. You know, he died when I was six, right? I think. I don't. But he died in nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. So I was only three when he died. Yeah, you were little. But I remember interacting with him as a kid, and he had some nickname for me that nobody can seem to remember after he died, which is so bizarre. Like poopy pants or something. I can't remember. What it was. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to think it was better than that. I think was it was it? Better, yeah, because it was something I actually it was it was endearing, and I can't remember what it was. It was yeah, something. but so okay, for my grandkids, tell us about great grandpa or grandma if you'd like to tell us about your mother if you want to go that route. Well, that's a different route. That's a different route. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different route. Well, I, I, you know, I, when when I was in college, you know, I, I wrote my father a letter one time, and it's only because my mother and him just seemed like such a bizarre um, companion. They, they were bizarre, bizarre companions with them. They just didn't seem to fit with one another. My father was very mellow, and, and you know, he had fought in World War II, and he was a hero, and and and. Uh, amazing guy as far as I was concerned but he he came back very damaged from that war and um, he was just he tended to hide a lot and my mother was was absolutely out of her mind I mean she she had grown up in a very wealthy family and yeah. was was um, a princess in her family. I, Grandma was the best to me. She told me that uh, plastic bag was a Puerto Rican suitcase, so yeah, I'll love her I, forever. She, she did that stuff. I mean, that, that elevator ride you took with her in the casino. Where she, hey, what's up, Jasmine? <laughs> where she asked everybody in the in the asked you in the elevator. Not asked you. She didn't ask. She just stated out loud. Where, where here we are with the great unwashed. Yeah, you know, yeah. She said at the top of her lungs, it's uh, everybody would be. She's the best. Yeah. Well, and that, and that's what what her father was that way. With my, I remember my father telling me a story that they were at the, the the pen relays, which was a, as you can imagine, in Philadelphia in the fifties was a, a very popular event and apparently. Um, very well attended by African Americans at the time. Yeah, and my 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 grandfather was not the most uh, politically correct individual, <laughs> as you can imagine. Well, I was probably politically correct for the time. And, and my, he went there with my father, who was you know six foot two and weighed two twenty five, two thirty or something like that. He was a very strong guy and and a, and a big man. And my my grandfather was a little man. My grandfather was five eight, five nine, something like that. And, yeah, and not a very big man, but he, but a, but a horrible racist. Oh yeah, a horrible, horrible racist. And, and he turned to my father in the middle of this, the pen relays and, and says, "It looks like a, you know, an n-word uh, mayday here." <laughs> oh, look out! It's the n-word mayday. Yeah, <laughs> at, at, at the top of his at the top of his lungs. And, and, you know, and here's this frail little man who's you know in his fifties or sixties at the time. My father is this big strapping guy, and my father's like. 
Jesus Christ, who do you think they're going to attack? You? <laughs> you <know? laughs> they're going right for me. You yeah. know? And, and, and so you said it was probably one of the most uncomfortable times of his life. Um, but my, my father was a very gentle man in, in, in many ways. He'd been through an awful time. And, and my mother was a, was a, a, a very out, out, outst- uh, outspoken person. And, and, yeah. Um, Your mother? My mother, yeah, yeah, as well. Because you know, oh, she still is by, by, her, by her father, yeah, and, and and tended to put my father in very bad positions. In the oh, I believe it. Yeah. She, grandma is definitely the woman who is t- like, well, maybe not grandma specifically, but this is she's the woman who is too drunk and is telling everyone to fuck off, but expecting her like men to take care of it. And, and he did, he would. yeah, he did. yeah, he absolutely would. I mean, <laughs> there's a story about him. My my. Uh, my aunt and my, my uncle, um, my, my aunt being my mother's sister and, and her husband. And uh, apparently her husband said something about my mother at a, at a dinner party one time. And, and my father apparently uh, knocked him out. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Before dinner, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, apparently that made for a difficult Thanksgiving that year. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but they, they, they were good people. I love my father to pieces, and I, I was very lucky that I had the opportunity to talk to him in those situations where I would trip and go down and talk to him. Yeah, um, because he would talk to me uh, as an equal in those times, and and, and I really cherish those those times an awful lot. He would tell me stories about his, his youth. He would tell me those stories that, that I just told you, and and he never talked about the war with anybody but me. Yeah. So I'm the only one in the family that has any idea of what he went through in, in the war. Hmm. Um, what did he go through in the war? Well, he was at Iwo Jima, and, and, and I'm very proud of that. I'm very, very proud of the fact that he was at Iwo Jima, and, and he was a an amphibious tractor driver. Uh, he would run the men into the into the beach. Oh wow! And uh, and uh, Iwo Jima, I don't know if you're, if you are very familiar with it, was was probably one of the worst battles of World War Two, and and he was a Marine, and, and so many Marines died on those in those beaches. And he told me, he said, you know. When he got there, he was scared to death, and he fixed an amphibious tractor that had broken down on the beach, and he started loading wounded up and shuttling him off to a, to a hospital ship off the beach. And he actually was given a citation and, and uh, a bronze star as a result of that. And I always asked him, I said, well, Dad, why'd you do that? He said, well, Jimmy, they were shooting us up on the beach. I didn't want to be on the beach anymore. <laughs> so he's very honest with yeah. me, you know? And, and I said, well, what did you do after it was over? He said, I went and found the... The, the, the bed at the bottom of a destroyer and fell asleep for two days and uh, he was exhausted he said um, but then he also told me about nights where he was laying in foxholes throwing grenades over his head all night long at people and and you know uh, doing horrible things in, in the course of that war that you have to do during the course yeah. of a war you know he was there at the and he will when they raised the flag the very famous flag raising was there when that happened and he said when he saw both flags go up, there was apparently there was a flag that went up, but they didn't like the picture, so they sent another. I'm not sure about that story. You're talking about that famous picture where they're raising the American flag up. Yeah, on yeah. The, on, yeah he, he was, was like the, off the, the side off of the, the side. camera. He was watching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was watching it when it was happening. Yeah, yeah. So he saw that happen. But he also did all the island hopping. He went, went around. He fought in a lot of battles in World War II. That's nuts. I think. Yeah, he always said to me, you know, by the time I was 20, when I was 23, and I had just graduated from college, he goes, you know, by the time I was your age, I, I had to write letters home to. To mothers and fathers to tell them about their kid, children's deaths. That's got to be tough. And it profoundly affected them. Yeah, it was horrible. So now, do you I mean, think that generation was amazing? That generation of people was amazing. Uh, what, the greatest generation? Are they the greatest generation? Yeah, I think that's what they call them, the greatest generation. Yeah. yeah. 
They were. They were. And they cool, truly were. They truly were amazing because the, the prosperity that we had after that war and everything else, and the quality of life that we had after that war. Yeah, but then they raised your generation. Which my I'm, not, I'm not talking about you specifically. No, 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 no. Your generation. My generation blows. <laughs> okay, great. We got that uh, oh, no. quote on there. They blow. Yeah, the baby boomers. Oh, they're horrible. Suck people. my dick, baby boomers. <laughs> and our children are going to be even worse. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're at least self-aware to say that we suck. I feel like most uh, I mean, most baby boomers are like, no, why don't you just fucking well, I, pull I, yourself I, up by your bullshit? The thing about the baby boomers, I mean, the baby boomers are such a large segment. I mean, it's, you figure this, 1941 or 42 is when the baby boomers began. Oh, really? 1941? Or 45, I'm not sure which. But I, I was at the tail end. I'm 1960. I think it went to 1962 when your, when your Uncle John was born. And so... There's a huge expanse of people, but the people that are at the tail end, like myself, I mean, I graduated from college in 1983 during a recession. Yeah. I graduated from law school in 1991 when there was a recession. I went back to school, <laughs> got a master's degree in taxation for law, and I graduated in 2000. Oh, during a recession. You graduated in 2000? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. I know about this? Yeah, you actually, uh, I don't know if you were there or not. No, I don't believe you were there. But I did. I graduated from 2000. From no my, shit. With my master's degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In taxation. I should be a better son. <laughs> I should know these things. You were, what, eight? Yeah, yeah eight or nine, I, something I, like I, that. I graduated. I, I didn't expect it. I, 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 I'll accept a gift now if you want to give it to ah, me. This is the gift. This is the gift. It's You're speaking, the gift. You get to speak to your grand, your yeah. grand, my grandkids, your great-grandkids. Because who knows if... Who knows what will happen? Well, maybe maybe your children will listen to this. Maybe you'll have children. You kind of have to have children. In order That's to have the plan, right? I have to have kids. Yeah. yeah. In order to have grandchildren. Yeah. It's kind of a progression. Hey, what's up, ladies? <laughs> how's, how's that going for you? Maybe let me interview you. You can one. interview me. How's it, how's it going for me? How, uh, how are the ladies? Uh, women are nuts, man. Uh, I, I understand that, but how are your ladies? How are my ladies? They're they're few and far between because, like, like you said earlier, I, I feel like I need to have a connection with somebody before I can have a connection with someone. And there have been opportunities to... To have you know, one night stands or whatever you want to call them, or, or hook up with people, and I, I've, it's some sometimes I have you know made out with people and stuff, but I'm not sleeping around really because I I have I do have sort of an anxiety about that kind of stuff because like I, I don't I don't know I, I don't really I don't really like a lot of people unless I I guess I have to know them I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to make up excuses right now, but yeah, like, I but think like, you're making excuses. Oh, you think I'm making excuses, Dad? No, I do. I think no, why can't you just accept me for who I am? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, I look at you, and 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 I, of course, I want for you what I didn't have for myself, and, and I never was comfortable with those situations, those one night stand situations, or anything else. Yeah. And now that I'm older, I kind of look back and wish I had taken advantage of those situations sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't be who I am had I done that. Yeah. And you know. I, I fell in love with your mother. I, I, you know, still care about her a lot. I think she's a good person. I, I don't understand how that relationship got to where it got, but it did, and, and it was. Well, apparently, it was all just an accident. Well, but it was very unfortunate in a lot of ways. I mean, I don't think I was fair to her, and I don't think she was fair to me in many ways. But, but we got through it, and we raised you, and you know, I, I found out that we didn't do such a. Great job all the time with that, but uh, but uh, you don't think you did a good job? Oh, I think I did a good job, but I didn't have. A... <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> oh no no! I think I did a great I think, job. I, I think I was amazing. I, I think <laughs> I think I definitely know I could have done a much better job, oh. but I didn't have a lot of information. I found out a lot of things about the way you were raised 
later. I thought, yeah. I thought your mother was doing things that, that she wasn't apparently doing. And I, and I, that I found was very unfortunate. Well, my mom listens to the show, so we'll have a, we'll have a rebuttal. <laughs> well, well your, your mom's a great person, and she did a great job raising you, and I can't emphasize that enough. I, I just wish I had known some things as they were going on because I would have maybe changed some things along the way. Yeah. I'm not upset with the way you've turned out, and I think she's done. A, she did a great job raising you. I don't get me wrong. I, I and I would never. I don't fault her in any way. Yeah. I, I just. Mom, why didn't you raise me to be a pussy hound? That's what Dad said. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of am. <laughs> uh, but, not, but neither your mother or I was that that person. No, neither of you are like that. You guys are both kind of. You know, emotional sops or sops is that a word? Sop. Sop. You're a sop. You're is an emotional it, sop. Is that like a, it's like a, like sop? Is that like you know like you love emotions? Shitty old person. Is that what that means? No, or, no, no. <laughs> you guys, I think you both are caring individuals who like to know people, and you're not just gonna. I feel like I feel like honestly, there's a a lot, a lot of pressure on people to sort of indulge into like you're young be young hook up with everybody kind of thing yeah, but but i've never i've never honestly but felt you're not built like that i've never felt the need for that and, you're, I, and you're I, not built like that and that's I, not that's not what would give you happiness no it doesn't it doesn't and, and we want you to be happy yeah we like for me like but i'm talking about relationships when i'm with somebody i i tend to appreciate the uh more what's the word Intimate moments, as a, as opposed to like you know, well, and get and getting I'm gonna back, bang this chick, bro. Like get, that's not who I am. And getting back to the information that I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't know a lot about your relationship with your stepmother. Yeah. And the way that that was going on, and some of the things that she was doing, and, and I think if I had known those things, I would have been able to change those things as well. Um, you know, she met well, but she, you know, I don't know when this disease really took hold. Yeah. And so I didn't know that she was doing some of the things that she was doing uh, as far as sending notes and whatnot to your, yeah, yeah. To your mother that were, were not appreciated. It was rough. It was kind of rough. Which it, apparently got back to you and got back to the, the... Well, you know, I was growing up and I was just like, okay, so literally everyone else is fucking insane. <laughs> and we were. Yeah. We absolutely were. Insane. Yeah. We, I, there was no doubt about it. We, were, we handled it, the situation in, in a way that I'm not proud of. And, uh, you know, your, your stepmother was a wonderful person. I loved her to pieces, but she had a, she had a streak in her. She had a mean streak. She yeah. Had a pretty mean streak. Yeah. And I, and I was not aware a lot of times of that, or I was ignoring it. And yeah. I was ignoring a lot of it. And because I, I was, I was blinded by what, what I was falling in love with. Yeah. Um, you know, so God, yes or no. Oh, I'm on the no camp. No, no camp. No camp. But I, I, I'm a, I'm a doubting Thomas. So if you prove me otherwise, I'll be happy to listen to what you have to say. No, um, I, I, I just, I, I kind of look at things like, do you believe in like, do you believe in like multiple realities, like different dimensions? Well, I, I, I think that everybody has their own reality. If that's what you mean. I mean no, I mean like, do, do you see? I, I, I see, see the way I see life, right? I almost see it as like there's a there's an illusion of control there where on one level it seems like we're making choices but on another level we're always just kind of reacting to things. Well, so that's you get into existentialism and, and fatalism. Yeah. Do you believe in free will? I, I I think there's arguments both ways. I don't, I don't really But what do you so, believe? I, I Sometimes I believe that we're all computer code. 
You think we're all computer code? I do. I absolutely, yeah. I absolutely believe that sometimes, that we're all just some fucking Sims game that somebody's up there playing and laughing their balls off and, and, <laughs> yeah. and sitting there having too many waters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy said like six or seven waters. Six or seven. <laughs> there are at least ten waters. <laughs> when they're playing my game, especially. Uh, no, I, I, I sometimes believe that wholeheartedly. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I have no fucking clue. Okay. Um, does... God hold a place in my life. Do I believe in the Joel Osteen, who I fucking hate? Who is who is Joel, Joel Osteen's a, a, a preacher from, uh, I believe, uh, Houston. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me let me let me put it this way because I think that I think that I had this conversation with someone the other night. Hi, you're listening. Um, about God. By the way, I saw your picture. You're very cute. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm gonna cut that out. And I really want Seamus to to give you a call. I'm definitely cutting that. Out. <laughs> uh, definitely cutting that part out. Uh, <laughs> he should give you a call. Uh, so God, so God, I think God is, um, the term God is used for, uh, it's sort of been bastardized, I think, in our in our culture where we're thinking of like a person or like some something that's like us that's creating things. But I think that God is sort of a term that's sort of a placeholder for like the variables of life, the, the ones and zeros almost. Because if we're just computer code, like sometimes you think that we're computer code, if we're all just computer code, then free will doesn't necessarily exist because we're all just variables playing themselves out. Well, but if we're intelligent, um, what, is, what is that they call it? Like AI? Intelligent design? Intelli- artificial intelligence. Don't we then develop on our own? Or uh... Well, I don't know. What, what is the difference between artificial intelligence and what we have now? Like if it, if it is... If, it, if it's artificial intelligence where it can actually I mean, what, mimic what we're doing... It isn't artificial intelligence. Don't they just give it the basics and then it has to grow from itself? I mean, so there is... But a, isn't that what we do? But that's what I'm saying. Is it, yeah. is, isn't there a bit of fatalism involved in that and existentialism? Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't have the answer. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, but, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how fatalistic it is because I think, that, I think that we still have the illusion of choice. And it's almost like... We have this thing where we we realize that we have no choice, and yet we and because of that realization, we can then make choices. It's a paradox that seems to sign, sign of, uh, kind of exist. You and I are saying exactly the same thing. We're just saying it different ways. Yeah. So so free will doesn't exist, <laughs> right, Dad? So free will doesn't exist. I, I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Well, and, and so if free will let, doesn't let, exist, let, 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 let me let me just give you an explanation. Go ahead. As to why. When Magdalene got sick. And she was going through all this, these changes. I had been applying for jobs. I had been applying for jobs all over the world. I've been trying to get jobs in all these different places. And so when she got sick and we found out what was happening, we were stuck in this place where we were. We were stuck in Philadelphia. When, and, and it turned out to be the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And so while I believe I had this choice to go off and do these things, I also believe that the best thing that happened to me happened to me by keeping me where I was and, and so I didn't have a choice I really didn't have a choice in the end there was this illusion of choice yeah illusion of choice that happened and, and it, it, I, I ended up staying where I was because that was actually the best thing in the world for me to yeah happen. if I had gone off to Europe or somewhere else and, and that had happened to me um, I, my life would have been horrible as a result and yeah. it ended up not being so horrible as horrible as it could have been so things kind of turned out the way they were supposed to, I guess. Yeah, yeah, in many ways. Yeah. So I, mean, I guess my question and, 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 and is even even down to meeting the woman I'm seeing now. It, 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 yeah. That that she she filled that need that I had. 
Yeah. During that time. It's weird. It kind of seems like in the moment things don't really make sense. And then in retrospect, they all sort of seem to line up in a, in a yeah, way. Yeah. And, and is that, is that, a, is that a result of not having free will or is that a, as a result of us having to look backwards and, and having memories and, and, and yeah. just, just applying meaning to those, to those events that happened in your life? Well, I guess, I guess my real question of free and look, will is. And looking for an answer. Well, I'm not sure if anybody is making any decisions essentially, because I think that based on how we grow up and how we react to things and how what what we're, what our parents teach us, what happens in our lives, the experiences we have, we might have to get some more water. We might have to get some more water. <laughs> we are always just kind of reacting to what's happening, and is that really a choice? Like I, I could be like. Oh, there's apples, there's grapes, and there's pears. I don't like pears, and I don't like grapes, so I'll get an apple. Is that a choice? No, I, I absolutely The understand. options exist, and, but and, I'm not going to pick those other no, options. And, and I, I absolutely agree with you. And, yeah. And do you really have those options because you... Because you are going to make that choice you, no matter what. You're, you're yeah. predestined to make yeah. that choice. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, can, can we take a little break? Let's I gotta, take a break. Okay. So we're back. Conversations for our great grandkids. We took a quick break, and now we're ready to. What were we talking about? Fatalism and God, and whether or not God yeah, exists. Yeah, no, we got into some existential shit. Speaking of existential shit, when you were six, six, I think, yeah, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> you know where? Do you remember the moment? Yeah, I do. Tell me. Uh, we were walking. Um, well, okay, so we were at my stepmother's parents' house, mm-hmm. and we were walking around their neighborhood because I had to get away. <laughs> yeah. I had to get away. And um, I think I asked you, I think I asked you, or I, I don't know if I asked you, but I, I said that what if what if we are just in somebody's book? Like we're just characters in somebody else's story. That's exactly the moment I was talking about. Yeah. 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 I was well, thinking of. No, because yeah. I, I bring that up too, because I, I tend to get on some existential bullshit a lot of the time. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's just something I've been doing forever. Yeah, and even though we've already done 40 minutes, you're apparently cutting out about half of this thing. So, I'm, I'm no. <laughs> I'm gonna cut out bits and pieces to save people because my dad is belligerent. <laughs> I've had too many waters. <laughs> he said, "Way too many waters." <laughs> this guy is so hydrated right now. <laughs> Shoot on all sorts. Matter of fact, that's the reason why we had to take the break. But what, what did that? What did that mean to you when that happened? It was, it was one of those moments in my life where I went, "This kid's just like me." Yeah. Um, and I didn't know if I was proud or scared. <laughs> <laughs> For you. Yeah. Because I know what I had to go on through thinking of this. I I I always used to think that. I didn't know what anybody else's reality was, and I didn't know that anybody else existed. In re- in really, yeah. I knew I knew about myself. I used to think that okay, I went I went home and I fell asleep. But did other people go and just get recharged? Did they just go and have someone plug them into a wall yeah. or, or whatever? I didn't know what happened to them. So. Well, most of the time, I, when when you drop me off at home, I just stand in the doorway waiting for you to come back. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's exactly, that was exactly my thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Except for the time when you peed on my neck. Um, yeah, well, hey. Uh, yeah, that, that was awful. Two days ago. Because <laughs> we're in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I, I, I was, I was, I was kind of terrified for you at that moment, but also very proud. Oh, I'm sure I'll have the same moment. I'm assuming because this, I'm ne- this you, neurosis again, doesn't go away. Again, you'd, you'd have to meet a woman. I'd have to meet a woman. Yes. <laughs> thanks, thanks again, Dad. Thank you, my father, ladies and gentlemen. This is my dad. Well, that's if you want one of your own. You could always adopt. That's true. <laughs> my, 
<laughs> I was trying to think of a really African name that I could, I could be like my, yeah, no, my child. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, I'd be proud. I would love that. Actually, I really would. No, I I, uh, I plan on having biological children, ladies. Uh, but I wouldn't be against adopting either. I mean, you know, adoption is a beautiful thing. It absolutely is. Because um, we've got too many people on this planet as and it is. Also I think. Have a, you also have a cousin. I do have an adopted cousin. Yeah. 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 Who's, who's a lovely person. Who was actually over at the house this first past week. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. She is. She's a really incredible person. I don't know what else to say about her, really. <laughs> Other than that, she was really cool as a kid and might have influenced my interest in Asian women. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a topic I really don't want to get into. <laughs> well, hey, I think this has been conversations for our group. Yeah, I think this has been conversations for... All right, well, you're going to let me finish the show? No, you- no, no. It's your own. I'm, 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 I'm taking over, I think. <laughs> I think there's people knocking at the door. Probably telling us to shut up. Yeah, I think so. Well, this has been Conversations for Our Grandkids. Um, I will see you guys on the flip. All right.
can rouse the bouts and 